Hello and welcome back to Tells. My name is Bussi and this podcast is on poker and love. I'm joined by my co-host Andrew Nimi. Hello, Andrew. I know I comment on the intro a lot, but it's I like it. I like how you have like a <laughs> format now. You say the same thing now. We didn't used to do that when we were in the closet. Uh, yeah, it could change. I'm I'm into the structured. I like the structure. I don't think it should change. You don't think it should change? Yeah, it seems like what the. Well, maybe not, but a lot of pros they do it that way. Yeah, but if everybody's doing something, should you be doing it too? You should not. So this maybe is, you should break it up. This is what I was asking yesterday about the Black Friday sales. You know how you get like 50,000 emails on buy my shit on Black Friday? <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't understand. Who, who You think your email is just going to be the best email and then I'm just going to buy your shit? Well, I guess it's just supposed to be a little nudge in case you were thinking about buying their shit. Now is the time. Maybe. But you're competing with everybody else. Why don't right. you do it like the day before or the day after? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's, uh, but I think it's how you frame it. You know, I think you can't frame it like now is the time where I'm going to grab all these extra customers. It's like I'm going to really latch onto these sales that might have been like in the forty to sixty percent chance of being a sale. Now so it's going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean there has to be something to it because we. People. Black Friday strategies on tells. <laughs> there has to be something to it because people do it every single year. Right. And I understand the, like once you start shopping, it's a lot harder to. To stop. To stop. Stop shopping. Stop. Shopping. I'm, I'm going to keep shopping. Not really. I mean, but you already got the dopamine hit, right? So for example, this year. Doesn't happen. I haven't me. bought very much stuff because why we don't need it we're not going anywhere so i don't need new pants i don't need new shoes i don't know if it happens with me i spend a little something i'm like i can't spend anymore for a long time now really yeah i'm cheap <laughs> i'm the kind of person you don't like <laughs> but i will say that what i was just describing about being a potential customer who is definitely customer on black friday mm -hmm. happened this year with me what did you buy I bought some poker training material. Nice. Yes. So the Black Friday, uh, I mean, there's the anticipation, right? So you expect businesses to discount their things. Right. So if you were looking well, for, I understand if you were like looking for something, you know, mm -hmm. like I had it. That's what I'm talking about. But getting a an email from or a, seeing a Facebook ad from. Something random. American Eagle or something. Yeah. Well, I had my eye on this particular training program and didn't know if it was going to be on sale on Black Friday. I would just gambled, which isn't really a gamble. You just don't do anything. Um, but I was pretty eager to like to get it because I wanted to start. I would I guess I would have got it like a week ago and started ingesting it, mm -hmm. um, but decided to wait. And it saved me a couple hundred bucks nice. by waiting. So, so thank you, Phil Galifond, for that Black Friday sale on Vision Software. This podcast is not sponsored by Run It Once. No. I've noticed there's another podcast that is sponsored by Run It Once. Yes. We do know there is a podcast sponsored mm -hmm. by Run It Once. This one called? is not it. What's that podcast called? I'm not sure. It's hosted by Jamie and Molly. That's what I know. Is that the one? Yes. That's it. 
Are you going to think about it now? <laughs> Just ask somebody. What is Jamie and Marty's podcast <laughs> called? Put the name up here. And shout out to Run It Once. Maybe you'd like it to sponsor another podcast. <laughs> I gave you a freebie. Let's chat. <laughs> Interesting, because now is the opportunity cost of a week's worth of studying worth it, worth the discount? Yes. I mean, for most things, it's not. Like some... Well, it's not necessarily just the discount. It's the fact that you've got a deal. Yeah, of course. Everybody likes a deal. Yeah. Okay. So losing the week of getting into it. Well, it's it's not being annoyed that you could have saved that $200. If you get it off. I would have you... bought it last week and then they discount it. It's not like they're just going to give you the, the money back. Most businesses will. Most? Most? Maybe some. Some? I think. I mean, America. Would we? Yeah. Favorable apparel? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you bought something last week. And I was going to say, hell no. And it went on Black Friday sale and you and you say, hey, I bought yeah. this. That's sure. Fair. A lot of businesses do that. That's respectable of you. Yeah. Something I would not have done. <laughs> Speaking of. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've told people in the past who bought something and then it went on sale. I was like, oh, too bad. No. Probably, really? Yeah. I sure. don't think so. I'm almost I certain. I think you always ask me and I Usually say do, yes and then I just send them the discount. Yeah, but if people are trying to like sneak out a little money, <laughs> yeah. off you go. Enjoy your money bands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're asking for a discount on money bands, then I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, whatever, know. whatever it was. Speaking of businesses, so yesterday we found out of the passing of Tony Shea, who is, uh, he's, created Zappos, started Zappos, the shoe company. And then started in San Francisco, right? Yeah. And then moved to Las Vegas and moved Zappos to Las Vegas, which I thought was such a bold move. Yeah. There was like nothing in Vegas. Yeah, originally down in Henderson. Yeah. So that's really sad, no? It is incredibly sad. Uh, 46 years old. And... You were just saying, we were just chatting before we started recording about how we probably wouldn't have moved downtown Las Vegas if uh, not for his work in developing the city. And so he eventually moved the Zappos headquarters to <coughs> the uh, city hall building in downtown Las Vegas and uh, put in a lot of work to revitalize and develop downtown uh, Las Vegas. The East Fremont district is... Uh, I don't know, the, the main sort of hub for a lot of that uh, revitalization and uh, his work in doing so and uh, a lot of what attracted Boosie and I to moving down here. And uh, yeah, it's super shitty because he was also just like such a such a unique, one-of-a-kind kind of person, you know, like uh, optimistic and positive and generally happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his book was called Delivering Happiness. Um, and there's just like so many cool stories, you know, like stuff that you hear about him and like in the book, so many cool things, the way he ran his company, like everybody had to, uh, work in the customer service department when they started working for Zappos, no matter what position you were, uh, joining the, joining at the company. Right. I, I agree with that a, but also it was one of the first companies that had free shipping and free returns That's right. Uh, for e-commerce. Yeah. And I remember shopping on Zappos, uh, Zappos, and it was actually for a present for you. It was like the first present. We were still <laughs> dating. I bought okay. you a pair of Converse. Right on. And I sent them, but Andrew had given me the wrong address or something. Okay. 
I think they got delivered to your parent house or something like that, but you gave me the wrong address and then the shoes came all the way back. Mm-hmm. And then I called Zappos and they were just amazing. They were like, okay, no problem. We'll just reship it out. And I was like, poor. Anyway, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> paying like another $15 for shipping. <laughs> and the shipping was free and the customer service was so good. And I remember thinking, this is how business should be done. Yeah. Right. It's like such a good experience, you know, support a business that is pro customer. But also, you know, there's the story of how Zappos em, uh, employees or especially customer service, they'll pretty much do anything for you. Like yeah. you've heard, gotten like really random requests, uh, somebody calling about, you know, where can I have the best cocktail or something like that? And then right. you take it upon yourself as a Zappos customer service person to find out in Las Vegas, where is the best old fashioned. Yeah. There's a funny story in that book, in Tony's book, Delivering Happiness, where he was in Santa Monica uh, for a meeting or something that carried over into the evening. They were out with people. They had had some drinks and stuff and they were trying to figure out where they could get pizza from at like midnight in Santa Monica. And for whatever reason, they were coming up, uh, coming up with blanks and Tony said, just call, call the Zappos customer service and they'll figure it out for us. And so of course people were like, what are you talking about? Call the Zappos customer service. That's in Vegas. We're in Santa Monica. So he's like, just trust me, just call them. And so they called the Zappos customer service and whoever picked up the phone helped them find where they could get pizza at like midnight <laughs> in Santa Monica. Um, cause yeah, they trained them to basically help out no matter what the, mm-hmm. uh, the the query was to help out the customer so anyway sadness sadness does it make you feel afraid that i mean he was he was very young 46 mm. does it make me feel afraid of death yes we were just asking last week about if you considered the ways the way you would die right and uh does Not that really. make you feel afraid that somebody that young um, has passed. It doesn't really make me afraid for like my own death. It just makes me like be extra, like, I don't know if motivated is the right word, but you know, you just be more aware of like the time you're potentially like wasting or like not utilizing in terms of making sure people that are in your life, like know how much you appreciate them and stuff like that. So Makes you like, for me anyway, um, remind me like what's important, you know, Aww. and stuff like that. Like so, me. Yeah, like you. And friends and family that we don't talk talk to as often as we should and things like that. Are you going to cry? Mm, don't cry. If there's, a, if there's a cut here, it's because I was had to go over there and ball for a little while and then come back. But no, probably not. But yeah, it's just really sad. He was like... Uh, Vegas icon, basically, at least for for downtown Las Vegas, that's for sure. That is for sure. When my brother came to visit and uh, I took him downtown after a lot of that revitalization had happened, he like was shocked because he said that uh, when he took a cab to downtown Las Vegas one time, the cab like from the strip, he said the cab driver made him pay up front. 
<laughs> just because he was going downtown. Um, he wasn't sure he was going to get paid. Yeah. People, I guess, just run off, run out of the cab. But now it's like... Now it's the place you want to be in Las Vegas for yeah. the most part, you yeah. know? I mean, there's still like a lot of people that just stick to the strip, but it's uh, it's for the, for it to be like that drastic of a difference. Um, and it's, yeah, it's mainly because of him. Yeah. So... Anything else happen in your week, your poker week, besides buying a great program to improve your poker abilities? Um, we said I achieved the goal last time, right? We did, okay. yes. These weeks, they happen fast, you know? That's time goes fast. Faster and faster, you know? That's you aging. Uh, so yeah, nothing's happened in poker. I mean, I'm still here on the online grind, and now I'm studying. Believe it or not, I'm actually studying. Do you enjoy studying? It's pretty cool, yeah. I mean, not to give this uh, this freebie too much uh, shout-outs, but uh, yeah, it seems like a really cool uh, tool. I've only had it for one day, but I'm actually like excited to... <laughs> to use it. Yeah. That's a good... That I mean, that's a good first step in like... Excited to study, study. and improve and right. rather than like... Because for the longest time in poker, pretty much all the time, I've enjoyed playing, um, but never enjoyed studying. And that's not a good situation. It's not a good combo. If, if, you're try, <laughs> if you're trying to do this for a living, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, there's people that like might not really enjoy studying, but they do it anyway. For mm. me, I just like rarely, rarely do it. Mm. I mean, so I like, you know, I've always like talked poker hands with friends, but for me to get into the weeds on my own, it hasn't happened probably as much as it should have. But now, kind of, kind of feeling it. So we'll see what happens. The thing about quarantine, Andrews, I guess you so. found love I mean, of studying. I've seen a lot of people say that. Like, if you don't come out of this thing with some sort of no, new skill, let's not even go there. Then you didn't do quarantine right. No, because oh, everybody's so. experience is very different. Mm -hmm. Some people might be dealing with a health conditions. So the yeah. fact that you come out alive. What okay. if you uh, came out of it with the skill of being happier in your own skin? Or something of that nature. The, the ultimate achievement. There you go. Okay. Speaking of, you know, I'm reading Sadhguru's book, Inner Engineering. Mm -hmm. And he talks about that. Talking about the idea that we think that things that are outside of us, outside of us, so your achievements, your physicality, how good you look, uh, your money, will be the thing that makes you happy finally. Or for those people who pursue spirituality, you're like, oh, hours of meditation, that's going to be the thing. Mm. Or, you know, hours of yoga, that's going to be the thing. But actually, it's always be from the inside. It's like he says that joy and peace are our natural states. And we shouldn't be chasing joy and peace. Mm -hmm. And we obviously, like he says, alcohol, it makes you feel good in the moment. And that's a chasing of joy. Or over, or yoga makes you feel good, but that's chasing this joy that's outside of yourself. Yeah. It should be cultivated from the inside and then spills out to the outside. He says the world that we've built will, all, will provide comfort and convenience but never well-being so that's why we're always wanting more mm -hmm. like the well-being is just to just be 
and from inside you have joy with nothing you have joy mm-hmm. and with nothing you have peace yeah i like it and he was in the middle east and they told him that shalom was the highest greeting okay and he said why and they said because it's it means peace you know like shalom means peace hmm. and he said where else would that be a highest greeting except the middle east you Not know in vegas to, tell you that much but what showing that in the middle east because they have non-peace that's why that's what they're striving for okay so wherever you are your highest ideal will be just as long as you have the, peace you should be good no no okay. <laughs> you're missing the point tell me the point go on so like if you so you you know how i say in america money is god yes he says the thing that you're deprived of the most ah. is the thing that you will place on a pedestal mm. to be your highest attainment which will never be the thing that makes you happy that's why i when i greet people i say prosperity <laughs> riches <laughs> cash Cash, my good sir. <laughs> I thought this was interesting to pick up this book, especially after our conversation last week, where we came to the realization that we're slightly obsessed with the achievement and attainment yeah. of mountains of money. Mm-hmm. So, you ever see uh, that movie, um, not Rounders? <laughs> There's a movie we need to watch. There's always a movie we need we watched, to watch. We watched The Princess Bride. Did we not? We did, yes. Rating out of 10? Cute. Cute. Uh, six and a half. Come on. Six and a half. <laughs> What's supposed to be eight? Disrespectful. <laughs> At least a seven. Okay, seven. 7.2. Seven. It was uh, really sweet. The mission. And, uh, there were some funny bits. Yeah, the mission for uh, Boosie to get caught up with American culture, particularly my childhood, my American childhood culture continues, but we're on a good path, <laughs> I think. Back to the Future, Princess Bride. What's the next one? I'm going to look it up. Swingers is the name. You had to put it all the way back in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Swingers is the name of the movie. Yeah. You haven't seen it, I guess. But there's a line that is, uh, you're so money and you don't even know it. You're so money. <laughs> Okay. So maybe that relates to the whole uh, putting the thing on the pedestal mm. greeting type thing. Right. Saying you're so money. Yeah. Which I didn't really conceptually grasp when I was watching Swingers. <laughs> but I will watch it and think of it differently. Maybe tonight. That could be on our agenda tonight. I've got plans you tonight. Got shit to do? <laughs> I've got plans. I'm sorry. Do you? Yes, really? I do. Actually, yes. Okay. Are you ready to fall in love? All right. Are you ready? I am always ready we're back with our 36 questions we're not even halfway there because andrew talks a lot do i um (laughs) we're on question number 14 so these are 36 questions published in the new york times on uh questions that will lead to love the idea is that if you ask somebody these questions then you might fall in love with them is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time why haven't you done it? I mean, there's things that I wish I would improve at or get good at. So I guess that's kind of along the lines. I don't know if it's like a dream of mine per se. I would like to get really good at guitar. Okay. And why haven't you 
do you play the guitar? I guess because... Oh, your guitar broke in our move from Summerlin to <laughs> Las Vegas yeah. or to downtown. I brought, I brought a signed guitar home from London when, from when I was working there. Had it with me in Los Angeles. Brought it with me to Las Vegas. And then we moved downtown and the movers dropped it down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, signed from a band called Feeder. Yeah, I would like to get good at guitar. Why haven't I done it? I don't know. I guess just because I put effort into getting good at other things, poker and making videos and who knows what else along those many years that I've wanted to get good at guitar. And I guess just like starting another thing from scratch feels too daunting. Mm. You also got to buy a guitar. <laughs> it's like $50. <laughs> no. Good one's probably a few hundred. Yeah, but why would you buy a good one if you're just starting out? Because it would probably not be very motivating to learn on a shitty one so you want to have something that feels good and sounds good trust me you do that's the fact trust me okay. you do okay um so that's one thing i think uh no. i would also like to get good at public speaking that's one thing what else okay no, i'm just kidding <laughs> okay why haven't you done anything to get good at public that one speaking? i'm a little bit more afraid of because you have to do that in front of other people. What do you think will happen? People will kill me with their eyes. <laughs> and I'm making a fool of myself. And I'll die. You will die. And then you'll stop loving me. Aww. And I'll die <laughs> loveless and alone. Because you because failed I at public speaking? was bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two things. Two for the price of one. What's yours, my love? Do a triathlon. Hmm. I'll train with you. No, you won't. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> I'll set your alarm for you. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I know for sure. Uh, and why haven't I done it? The sheer commitment. That's a, that's a big one. I mean, I, I already wake you. up at four o'clock in the morning it's and tough. I would have to wake up at three in order to run and cycle. It's and tough to blame you for that one. Number 15, Andrew, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life whoa is is uh is finding your partner an accomplishment do you think uh i don't know is accomplishment like you just have it and then you can lose it or can you have it and then keep it forever no i think it's okay if you lose it like in terms of the like if you made a million dollars and then you lost it, would well, that I mean, still be like a huge accomplishment? I guess it depends. Yeah, I guess it depends on the circumstances. Right. Like if I cheated on you, then that would really taint the accomplishment. <laughs> but if we like grew apart and we separated ami amicably, mm -hmm. then I think that's, I don't think that would taint the accomplishment because that's just life. It's also in the present, right? So where are you looking at that from? So having had a successful relationship, that's an accomplishment. Whether it goes on for a lifetime or ends. So if you've had a good relationship for two years, that's an accomplishment, right? Because sure. if that's what you set out to do, you well, didn't yeah, set I mean, out to like have a, a terrible think, relationship. I don't think there's any specific parameters or whatever. I think it just depends on how you feel about it. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, if that's too uh, too mushy, then uh, it's the YouTube channel. It's Just grinding it out, um, putting as much work into it as I did, sitting on this couch and editing for who knows how many hours into sunrise and putting myself out there uh, while doing it. The lady. I don't know if I have one. 
you can also say the relationship. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about it in relationship terms. I'll tell you what, those lemon ricotta pancakes were <laughs> quite an achievement, baby. Baby. Don't Seriously. sleep on those. The greatest accomplishment of my life. Uh, can I pause on this one? I don't have a greatest accomplishment of my life. I don't think of my life like that. Sure. I don't and think so that's a bad thing because maybe I'll be lazy knowing that I accomplished something or feeling like I accomplished something, I should say. Yeah. I mean, the last time I had that was in that feeling of like I accomplished this great thing was in South Africa, but that was not for me. It was like something bestowed upon me. You know, so I work for this company. I work for uh, the health insurance company and they had these things called Star Awards mm -hmm. and I was desperate to get a Star Award. And I was young and like 21 or something and I was like, this is what I want. And you got it. And I got it. Um, Good job, baby. But thinking back on it, like what, to get it, I, it wasn't worth it. So hmm. now I don't think about my life in that, in that term of like, what is this thing that I've accomplished mm -hmm. that's so great? Yeah, I mean, accomplished is kind of a lame word. So I don't think I've accomplished anything great yet. I am working on it. I don't know what my greatest accomplishment will be. You did this. You, crea <laughs> you created this. All of this. No, please. I, your this. mother will be really mad at me. I created this. This is your work. Your finest work. <laughs> okay, let's move on, please. <laughs> what do you value most in a friendship? Yeah, I like that question. Um, I think I value the ability to uh just be real with one another to just be yourself and to be appreciated for it mm. that's it i agree with that i think just a place to be yourself uh is most important but also i am adding to my friendship so if you're going to be a new friend must love and appreciate food i'm adding that that's a good one as a requirement i'm getting hungry <laughs> yeah so what about uh buffets that's a lot of food negative appreciate a lot of food <laughs> different cuisines all in one meal negative pizza and sushi in the same meal baby <laughs> huh huh no? Okay. What is your most treasured memory, Andrew Nimi? Say the day you proposed to me. That was what I was gonna say. Good. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to not make it so mushy around here though. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like something from childhood, not really coming up with anything. What about time with your grandparents or something like that? There's no um particular moment though. You know, like proposing is such like a bold, big moment. But it's also sold to us that way. So that's why we also place a lot more. So I wouldn't feel bad if you didn't say that that was your... Seriously. I believe you. Because... But it was also... We have to think about how... But it is kind of like a big moment because you're like... Uh, it's this thing where you're sort of... Uh, 
like saying in this, like, this is the future that I want and like feel good about it, mm-hmm. you know, which is hard to do for like, do you do that for anything else in your life? You know, like you, you have a job and you say like, well, this is the future I want to be on for now, but eh, I might change careers. I might change jobs. You never know. Definitely not saying that with a proposal. You know, you're like, let's do this thing. Let's make this life. So that's a pretty big moment, even cool. though it's sold as something that's like, you know, there's, there's definitely a business around it. Do you want to be my family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to be family? You want to be fam? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's that it was also very scenic and lovely out there in California overlooking the ocean. Yes. Memory. My most treasured memory is when you took me on a picnic. Really? Yeah. And you still haven't never taken me on another picnic. Jesus. I I think that's so romantic. A picnic. You like pack a sandwich. Why is it so romantic? Uh, because you outside yeah. and eating food outdoors, eating food outdoors, laying down a blanket. Right. And who likes to lie down more than you? <laughs> I guess Literally so, nobody. Yeah. But I mean, I don't really lie down when I'm eating. Yeah. But after, after it. That's true. You can just but lie like right a, down. It's like a very movie like thing. Do you I know? I guess so. But then there's like ants sometimes. <laughs> Flies, bees. You're trying to eat a sandwich. The engagement even if it is the most treasured memory that we have and i'm sure it is together it's just so like cliche to say the engagement i know that's why i didn't want to say it people are unsubscribing (laughs) (laughs) um okay come up with another treasured memory childhood treasured memory let's do that i guess just like driving down to uh florida with the fam on family vacations from Michigan in the minivan. Nice. Seems seems good, you know. Everyone's all together. Parents are young. Everyone's healthy. Probably going to be some arguments along the way, but we survived them. <laughs> Probably going to be a tornado warning that's going to traumatize me, but survive that too. You know. Just yeah. all in the van together as a family. It's funny like the uh the Florida uh family vacations, like the thing I the thing that probably like remember the most about that is like being in the minivan and driving down there more so than like being at the beach or, or anything like that. I know? only, re- I, o- I usually remember and love the travel sometimes more than the destination. Yeah. Cause the destination I've already lived in my mind, hmm. but like the road trip, you don't know what snacks you're going to find at that gas stop. Sure. You know? So, Oh yeah. <laughs> that was another adventure. My dad never liked to, uh, pull over and stop at the oh hotel my until it was like the last last minute my dad too so it'd be a it would be like literally two in the morning with like the whole family and him searching for like a motel that isn't sold out <laughs> that happened multiple times yeah my dad was like that too it's like you don't need to pee you peed <laughs> before you left the house so we're just driving the trip to durban is similar to the drive from los angeles to las vegas so yep. vice versa so it's like four or five hours and my dad i mean we were 10 8 you wanted to go the whole way no stop right yeah so yeah you want to be efficient we didn't we're not taking this trip to stop at a rest stop yeah we're but taking this trip to get there it's literally the point of a holiday 
I remember our first road trip. You tried yeah. to drive through. I said, yeah, I no. I used to do that. When I was, no. when I was a single man, I would just drive straight through. No stop. The, the whole point of driving somewhere is the rest stop. stop. Trying to get there as fast as possible. Most time at the destination. Uh, yeah, not yeah, in the yeah. middle of nowhere. What is your most terrible memory? I think when I was in speech class in high school and I, I blanked on uh, what I was going to say and just stood there in silence. That was pretty uh, awful. <laughs> that sucks yeah. so bad. Exactly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, now you know why I'm so traumatized public speaking. <laughs> but it was like a special sort of uh, uh, speech where you didn't know like what the topic was going to be and you just had to riff on it okay. for a minute. And uh, <laughs> the one that they gave me the topic that they gave me was love. Oh. So as a freshman in high school, in a class of like all the different grades, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> what are you supposed to say? Weren't you in love at this point though? No. What? Fr- well, how old are you? Single man and freshman. How old are you in freshman? Like 14. Oh, what did you say about love? Do you remember? Like basically nothing. Oh. <laughs> waited for the time to finish. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to my, my younger self. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That's my worst one, probably. Okay. What is my most terrible memory? You ever have speech class? <sighs> yes, I did. You I did. have. You survived? I had elocution class. Lovely. Where they teach you how to pronounce words. Have you never had elocution? No. How now, brown cow? No. Um. Well, but... One of my terrible memories was my older sister and I decided that we were going to make some money and sell candles. Mm-hmm. We were going to make homemade candles. Okay. And we had, you know, when you burn the candle, so we had little candle stumps. I don't know where we'd seen this, probably on TV or heard about it on the radio that you could melt down the candle Mm -hmm. and then make a new candle and so we decided this would be a fantastic business venture we were going to sell these candles all over town Mm -hmm. and so one day my parents were at work and we decided this was the day we put the little candle stumpies in a bin and melt them down tried to melt them down you put them in a pot or what yeah, and like a drum, you know, like a big metal drum. All right. And so the flame got out of control. You know, where, like in the house or what? Outside, in the backyard. So you like lit, lit it on fire somehow? Yes. Okay. So, but that's the thing. Yeah, okay. So imagine if you were on the stovetop, the yeah. flame would be oh, underneath. okay, yeah, yeah. Why was our flame inside the drum? So got it. inside the pot, essentially. Yeah. And so the flame got out of control. And I had the bright idea to dump water on it because, mm. of course, water will extinguish all Fires. fire. Except that's not what happened. And the wax went everywhere and yeah. I burnt my entire forehead. Yikes. And, um, Yikes. Yeah. And I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Terrified of what my parents would say. And so I decided I'm not going to tell them. I'm just going to go to bed. And uh, yeah, I woke up. I went to bed and my f- 
head was stuck to the pillowcase. Oh my god! Because Jesus. obviously the skin is starting to peel off. Oh my god! <laughs> and I I don't know how. Obviously, my mom came home, and she must have obviously smelled something. And she was like, "What was happening here during the day?" <laughs> and she woke me up, and of course, my face is now like red because it's Yikes. been hours. We should have called them hours ago it's yes. been like four hours and my face my skin is peeling poor little boozy and now my parents had to rush us rush me to the doctor at eight o'clock at night or whatever yeah um it was pretty terrible jesus that experience and terrifying the most terrifying. frightening was like telling my parents so sad okay so, so sad for you. now that I'm so sad for little boozy <laughs> And luckily, I was so young that I don't have a massive scar on yeah. my face. But yeah, I, um, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to uh, less terrible things? I'm still sad for little <laughs> Boosie, terrified and afraid of her, her head and her family. Yeah. Sad. Almost as terrifying as speech class. All right, let's have a look and see if we have some uh, listener <laughs> feedback. We have a voicemail. Shall we play the voice message? Great, let's do it. Hi, this is totally anonymous, and I don't know either of you personally whatsoever. However, you guys are talking about what you two have in common, and I just wasn't satisfied with either of your answers. So... And again, I repeat, I don't know either of you at all, but I would have to say I could think of some things that you both have in common. One, you both understand risk tolerance, and that's a big part of your life. Not many other people can say that in a relationship. The ability to take it, how it affects you guys, how to deal with it with the other person, it's pretty cool. Next, you're both great people and just welcoming to pretty much anyone into your life and your circle no judgment and you're just both full of openness in that regard three you're both chasing individual passions driving to make a living doing things you both find interesting and challenging and to go along with that you're both individuals first achieving things on your own independently but wait, what makes you guys best and most in common is that you both want each other to be successful at those individual endeavors. You guys have that in common and all of those things. Just remember that. Toodles. I'm going to cry. You are going to cry. <laughs> well, it brings a tear to your eye. <laughs> Do you think that person was actually anonymous? Of course not. Okay. No, exactly who that person was. Aw. <laughs> uh, Oh, oh, how sweet. God bless these uh, voice messages, <laughs> these tells voicemail inbox messages. Wasn't satisfied with our answers. No, he was not. <laughs> he demands more. He demands better from us, actually. Should we I expose who this person is? No. All right. You know who you are. That person knows who they are. And thank you for the lovely message. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there more voicemails or no? There are not more voice messages. Um, I do. Uh, I think I agree with uh, everything that anonymous person had to say. <laughs> I won't rehash all the points, but uh, yeah. Thanks for the voicemail. Thank you for the voicemail. 
Uh, with that said, if you'd like to leave us a voice message, our telephone number is 702-690-9299. All right. Yeah. We'd love to uh, receive more voice messages. Do you want to ask that question that you said we'd never answered about how do we save for retirement? Yeah. Is it from like three months ago? Kind of. Close. 1028. That's a, exactly it's a, month, a ago. month ago. All right. We got a question from a month ago that we failed to answer that Boosie brought to you my attention. Question from Andrew. So your namesake. A fellow Andrew. Would you both speak to how you approach retirement savings? Most people with a typical job would save through the employer-sponsored 401k. I suspect you do not have this option. You are correct. We do not have this option. Do you use something like a Roth IRA? Just curious. Mm-hmm. I do have a Roth IRA. We have a Roth IRA. Um, but I haven't been contributing to it. I guess because... It's probably uh, it's probably a reasonable idea due to tax considerations, but I was just talking to my buddy James about this actually. But uh, for a long time, the the plan was just to invest in myself and to move up in stakes. This is what this is where my mind was at least. Uh, so to like reinvest in myself and move up in stakes on the Vegas poker ladder. But over time, that ladder has sort of changed. The landscape in, of poker has changed and. It's not quite, I guess, as long of a ladder as it used to be. Um, there's definitely like some rungs missing. It makes it a little bit tough um, to just continue to, to climb the ladder. Um, so I guess like we've expanded that reinvesting uh, and moving up in stakes into like investing in some other areas outside of poker, right? So right. whether it's like equities or crypto or what have you. For me as well, the idea for me was like, why would I want to give some person that I don't know my money and hope that they do the best or they do the best for me? So I was like, well, I'm just going to teach myself or learn how this market works. And therefore, then I can do my own investing and then know. Yeah. Like as you grow older, it's a lot you can see how those vehicles could work, especially for tax purposes, like yeah. an IRA. But before then, I was not worried about taxes. I was like, I need this money. I need this money for my trading account. But I mean, the retirement plan has always just been like wealth building. So whether that's through poker, through investing, um, I think we also, especially like over the past couple of years, I guess, have leaned on expertise of other people or at least been open to um, like what people are devoting their time to and like utilizing that and leveraging that in terms of like what, where to put our money and continue that wealth building endeavor. Right. Yeah. Because it's also the hubris of being young, thinking that I can just do all this stuff for myself and I can like, I was like, you know, just like, I don't need to pay anybody to do my taxes. I'm going to do my taxes myself. And I don't need to pay anybody to do this. I'll just learn how to do it. Read mm -hmm. a book. And, uh, yeah, you realize very quickly that you don't have all the time and all the skill set to do that. So, yeah, yeah use people who spend all their time doing that. Yeah, I think you're making... guide you into making a decision. They don't have to make the decision for you. Yeah, I think it's a slight mistake if you're not... Um, getting some sort of help from other people in uh, a lot of things. So try to do that. 
sort of like managing a portfolio of like and these different things that is just just kind of continuing to to build that through our different pursuits all right i think that's all we have time for Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope we gave you a chuckle or something to think about. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up. uh, Leave a comment, question. And you can also write to us. Hello at tellspodcast.com or text us or leave us a voice message. As we mentioned earlier, the number is 702-690-9299. And until next time. Adios. Bye.